Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Let's Have Tea podcast. My name is Rebecca Anna, and I'm from Louisiana. You may be asking yourself, what is with this podcast name, Let's Have Tea? Well, it's simply a reminder that the longer you remain in God's Word, the stronger you will be. Subscribe to the podcast so you will know when there's a new episode and head over and like our Facebook page, Let's Have Tea, to stay in the loop with new episodes. Hey, hey, friends. I'm Rebecca, your host of Let's Have Tea. I am so glad that you joined me today. Today on the episode, we're going to be talking about finding our rhythm. I'm going to start out reading Matthew 11, verses 28 through 30, and this um, this passage is from the Message Translation. It says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And a more familiar translation is come to me all of you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest take my yoke and learn from me because i am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light do you see how finding your rhythm you know the message starts out are you tired worn out burned out on religion and then it says come to me jesus is saying come to me Another familiar passage is found in John chapter 15, verse 4. It says, Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. So, what this is, you know, Jesus is saying, if you want to, if you want to be. Um, have a have a harvest. If you want to see yourself as being productive, you want to bear fruit. You're gonna have to be um, connected to me. The New Living Translation reads: "Remain in me, and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine, and you cannot be fruitful." unless you remain in me. So we've got to find that rhythm, that rhythm of uh, the message called it um, unforced rhythms of grace. So that's that's what we're going to be talking about today is, is finding our rhythm. We can get out of rhythm real quick when we feel like well, I don't fit in. I don't have any friends because they, all my friends call me holy rollers. We can easily be separated from that our you know getting getting knocked off our rhythm, being separated from not really separated from Jesus, but that rhythm. You know, we're we're because we're we're wanting to fit in 
with a crowd that's talking about us, you know, for going to church, you know, instead of going and hanging out with them wherever. Um, we can easily lose that rhythm. We can lose our rhythm if we compare ourselves to others. Well, they they do this so well and, and look, they, they make money with it. They, I mean, they're just good at what they do. And look at me, I don't, I, I, I'm trying. We can't come, because our talent is not what their talent is. We can't compare ourselves with others because it will knock us out of rhythm with the Lord. Um, and we can't water down our gifts and talents. When we start watering them down, well, mine's not as good as hers, or I, I don't do devotions the same way they do. Don't water it down. You know, don't, don't sell yourself short. God created rhythm. Our heart, our hearts beat. Our lungs breathe in and out. We have sleep patterns. The light of day slowly turns into night. There's seasons um, that change. You see that rhythm? You know, there's a pattern that's there. Think of the waves in the ocean. You know, it's, it's, you can almost um, count the number of times between each time a wave hits. You know, if you're standing on the, the shore of the, the beach, each time those waves hit. And, you know, it'd be little waves, little waves, little waves, big wave, little wave, little wave. You know, you find rhythm in that. What about rocking a newborn? Just um, just thinking about it, I can see myself sitting in the rocking chair, rocking Caddison as a newborn, you know, and, and lightly patting her bottom, you know, rocking and patting, and there's that rhythm, or rubbing her back, you know, as she's, as she's trying to drift off to sleep. We can, we find that rhythm doing that. We can quickly lose our spiritual rhythm when we get out of fellowship with God. I mentioned just a couple of, you know, getting out of our rhythm, you know, by comparing ourselves or watering down our, our gifts and callings. But we quickly lose our rhythm when we get out of fellowship with God. We stop going to church. Uh, we stop praying. And we stop thinking about what would Jesus do. Back. I can't remember. TJ was a little boy, I don't know, eight or ten maybe, uh, and the, the little bracelets, you could get red, blue, black, you can get any color, and there was WWJD, what would Jesus do? And it was a reminder, you know, well, before you do that, you need to, you know, you need to check yourself, what would Jesus do? So we can, we willingly, uh, Stop going to church when we willingly stop praying and when we willingly stop thinking about what would Jesus do. We will quickly lose our rhythm, our spiritual rhythm. Let's look at Romans 12, 1. Give me just a second to get there. Romans chapter 12, verse 1. What is our spiritual rhythm of life? It says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, in view of the mercies of God, I urge you 
to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your worship. And then let's just go on and read verse 2. Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. So, our true worship is when we present our whole being to the Lord. That's our spiritual rhythm. We are committed, you know, with our heart, our mind, our soul, everything. We're in, we're in, you know, 110%, 200%, whatever. I mean, we're all in. Another point that I want to make is we must be mindful what we are focused on. And when I, when I thought of this, I was like, ah, yeah. Think of a choir at church. A group of people, sometimes they're dressed in a choir robe. You know, they're all in a white or navy or whatever color choir robe. Um, you know, that church, that particular, we don't have a choir and we don't have robes, but... Um, I could just see this visual of, you know, the choir members, you know, clapping to there is power in the blood, you know, and the the, the piano player and, you know, he's just a playing and uh, the choir leader, you know, they're leading the choir. So the choir is clapping and then all of a sudden one of the choir members is focused on maybe a family member or, you know, somebody else that's, that's in the congregation and they get to clapping offbeat because they're focused on that person that's sitting in the audience. And maybe that person is, is like me, you know, ha is tone deaf and do doesn't hear a beat or don't, you know, really know when to clap. Um, and so now you've got the whole choir minus one that are in rhythm with each other. And then you have that one that's, you know, got that offbeat clap. We've got to be careful what we're focused on because it will knock us out of rhythm really, really quickly. Okay, so you may be saying, okay, well, I, I really feel like I'm out of rhythm. Okay, well, getting into rhythm. Number one, it's going to require keeping time. Think of the music. There is a beat. And again, I said I was tone deaf. My husband um, is practicing really hard to learn how to play a piano or a keyboard. And, and he'll say, you know, we'll be driving down the road listening to something. And he's like, oh, do you hear that piano? And, you know, and I'm really trying, I'm like, I hear drums, you know, it's just like, I can't hear what he hears, but there is a beat to the music, the keyboard, the drummer, the guitarist, they're all keeping time with each other. One gets out of sync, the singer gets off time, they lose their rhythm. So how are you keeping time? Are you in rhythm with God by his heartbeat? You know, are we, are we so close to him we can hear that? 
we can hear his heartbeat. Number two, getting into rhythm, it requires being aligned. Who are you aligned with? Who am I aligned with? Do you repeatedly go to a church service to hear your pastor's sermon? Or maybe you're, you're going here one Sunday, you're going there one Sunday, you skip a couple of Sundays, you go back and hear, you know, somebody ask you, well, where do you go? To? Oh, well, my church is such and such, such and such. But you're, you're not aligned with, you know, with that church. Um, so who you are aligned with is important in keeping rhythm with God. Getting into rhythm requires being in tune. Think of a radio station and, and you're, you know, you're driving in your car, you're headed out of town and your favorite station is the one that's in your hometown. So that's where, you know, like their radio tower or whatever is probably close. And the further you travel away from your hometown, the more static you're going to hear on that radio station. And before long, you're going to have to switch to another station. Getting into rhythm requires being in tune. You've got to remain close to the Father, just like we um, read in John 15, 4. Remain in me, and I will remain in you. Remain close to the Father, and the Father is going to remain close to us. The further we get away from Him, we're going to hear the static of the enemy. And that's going to knock us out of rhythm. We get into rhythm by remaining close to Him. Earlier this morning, I had texted my friend. I texted her yesterday, and I hadn't... Um, we hadn't had any communication in the last couple of days, and she'd been on my mind, and I said, hey, how, how are you doing, or checking on you. I, I forgot what, what my first text yesterday had said, and she's like, oh, I don't, I don't, I'm not feeling real good. And so I said, well, I'm going to be praying for you. She told me, you know, some things that were going on. I said, well, I'm going to be praying, and um, let me know if you need anything. So, earlier this morning, I had texted her and I said, hey, I was just checking on you. And she said she had some achiness. She, yesterday, we, we kind of thought, well, maybe you have a kidney infection or um, just, you know, by some of the symptoms that she had. So, she said, um, I'm just, I'm kind of, I feel better. I'm just a little achy in my back. And I said, well, just, you know, I'm still praying. You keep drinking that water, you know, flush out your body. And so she said, I'm still drinking my water. So, and then she sent me a picture of her Sonic drink. She had, she said, it's, it's Sonic ice and water. And immediately I'm looking at, you know, this text message that she, she sent me of this styrofoam cup full of ice and water and it had me I don't know it was just like God downloaded something in me and I text her you know and I said 
my exact words, think about how our body gets out of sync when we don't drink enough water. We get tired, headaches, and sluggish. I said, think of the living water. If we get out of sync with God by not taking in the living water, we get tired of doing things on our own. We get headaches because things are stressful because we're trying to do things on our own. And, and then we get sluggish because we're taking on things of the world. And I told her, I said, I'm adding this to my notes because I've been making notes the last couple of days on getting, you know, finding and getting in that spiritual rhythm. And isn't that, I mean, it's so true. When, you know, physically, if we're not drinking enough water, you know, we're gonna be, we're gonna be tired. We're gonna get dehydrated. We're gonna, uh, we're not gonna be as mentally as, sharp as we, you know, we, sh we could be. And, you know, we're going to have those headaches. But then think of it, that's physically. Think of it spiritually. And I've went over a couple of different points that, you know, we can use to relate this to the living water, Jesus. If we're not taking in enough of that living water, we're going to get headaches. We're going to get sluggish. We're going to get tired because we're not remaining in Him. We've stepped away. We've pulled away, you know, from, from Him, from that vine. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 12, verses 1 through 6. Isaiah, chapter 12, verses 1 through 6. It's titled, A Song of Praise, and this is out of the Christian Standard um, Version. It says, On that day you will say, I will give thanks to you, Lord, although you are angry with us. Your anger has turned away, and you have con confronted me. Indeed, God is my salvation. I will trust him and not be afraid. For the Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. You will joyfully draw water from the springs of salvation. And on that day, you will say, give thanks to the Lord Proclaim his name. Make his works known among the peoples. Declare that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known throughout the earth. Cry out and sing, citizen of Zion, for the Holy One of Israel is among you in his greatness. So, Staying in rhythm with God, taking in that living water. Right here is six ways from Isaiah chapter 12. Uh, it says, give thanks to the Lord. You know, when we are thankful, 
God, I am so thankful that you woke me up today. God, I am so thankful that I have a job. I, Lord, I'm thankful that I have a house or I, I, you know, for my husband, for my children, you know, that I was able to, to buy groceries. You know, that living water, draw from it, be thankful. Okay, the next one, proclaim his name. And just, you know, no matter what, I call upon his name. You know, when I am um, anxious or I am um, dealing with depression or anxiety, call upon the name of the Lord. Father, I cry out to you. Okay, the next one would be make his works known. What has the Lord done for you? You know, what, what has he, has he answered some prayer requests? Has he shown you favor? You know, tell him about it. Lord, you are so good. You, you, you heard our prayers when, when we were praying for that grandbaby, when doctors told our daughter-in-law, you're not going to have children. And we kept petitioning him. We kept drawing that living water. You know, God, your word says, I'm thankful for your word, Lord. And so what has God done? He gave us a granddaughter and she's almost two. And she is just uh, one word. I mean, it just amazing. I, I just, you can't, I can't tell God how, how good he is. For giving us that little girl. All right. So the next one, it says, um, cry out and sing. God, he, he wants to hear us. We might, you know, you might think, well, I can't sing. What's in your heart? You know, if it's just humming along to, you know, to Jesus loves me. If it's singing Amazing Grace, if it's singing uh, I'm No Longer a Slave to Fear, if it's singing This is How I Fight My Battles, you know, God wants to hear that because we're, we're drawing from Him. We're drawing that living water. All right. The next one, I think I skipped one, Declare. I have got this is in my Bible, and I have got arrows and text just wrote everywhere. But I think I skipped one. After we make his works known, that's what, what has God done for you. Declare that his name is exalted. Jesus' name is above every name. And in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. So that name, his name is exalted, and it is powerful. Okay, so let this be, um, we're going to cry out and sing and pour out your heart to him. You know, what, what is in your heart? What, what's going on? Um, I mean, he knows, and it's just like, you know, with our children, um, our son will be, oh my goodness, 28 years old next month, September 18th, he will be 28. And we got to visit with him for 
I don't know, an hour or two last night. They live out of town, but had come up. And so we met him for supper. And, you know, I can look at him, you know, and I'm like, TJ, what's going on? What, what, what's wrong? Or if we're FaceTiming, you know, I can, I can look at Amber. Amber, what's going on? You know, God wants us. He's asking us that same thing. Hey, Becky, what's going on? Hey, you, what, what, what's going on? Just pour out your heart. You know, I've got this going on, or I've got this going on, or I was really hoping that this was going to work out this way, but it didn't. You know, tell God that. Because so many times, He's got something so much better in store, you know, in, in, in the plan for us. But we miss it because we're hung up on, I'm so mad at you. I don't, don't even, I'm not even talking to you. And, and I'm guilty. And then when I do, you know, God forgive me. I, 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 I'm just, my flesh got a hold of me. And he's, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll say, well, you know, that didn't work out because this is what I have for you. So pour out your heart to him. So just a quick review to stay in, stay in rhythm with God, taking in that living water, taking in Jesus, because he's that living water. Be thankful. You know, talk about what the Lord has done for you. Sing to him. Pour out your heart to him. Exalt his name. I mean, if we're driving down the road and somebody pulls out in front of us or, you know, the first thing out of my mouth is, oh, Jesus. And it's just, it's powerful. And call upon his name. You know, just like somebody pulling out and, you know, oh, Jesus. I mean, I'm using it as a weapon, you know. Some, one of us has got to stop quickly, you know. And if I'm doing 65 or 35, you know, and I've got some momentum going, but they're just pulling out, they're the one that needs to either, you know, back up or, you know, slow down, pull over something. Um, but call up on his name. Draw from that living water. So are you in rhythm with God? Can you hear his heartbeat? Are you aligned with him? Are you abiding in him? Are you in tune with him? Are you in tune with the Holy Spirit? How's your time? How's your time with him? You know, are we on his time or are we on our time? Because so many times, well, God, I asked you this at 8 o'clock this morning, and, you know, it's noon, and I just hear crickets. You know, we've got to be in his timing, his rhythm. And once we, we find that rhythm, and once we're drawing that living water, we're going to 
we're going to start, everything's going to start aligning. We're going to become stronger because we are constantly abiding in the Lord. So my prayer for you is just remain close to the Father. Find that rhythm. Your rhythm might not look like mine. Mine might not look like the next person's. We each have our own rhythm with the Lord, our spiritual rhythm. So get in that rhythm. Find your place. Don't look around. Don't worry about, you know, what the next person is doing or if I, like, if I do this, I'm not going to fit in because you're going to lose it. You're going to lose your rhythm. You're going to be out of sync with God. And these days and times, that's the last thing that I want to, I, I do not want to be out of sync with God. I want to be so close to Him. And as He's moving, you know, as He's rocking back and forth, I want to, I want to be doing that same, that same movement in sync with Him where I can hear that heartbeat. Uh, that's how close I want to be. So, are you in rhythm? Can you find your rhythm? Are you off rhythm? Are you out of rhythm? Call out to God. Tell Him, you know, if you need to repent, God, I am so far out of rhythm with you. I'm so out of sync. And He's going to draw you up closer, and you're going to find that place. And you're going to be in tune. You're getting, you know, getting in tune with Him. So, again, my prayer for you is that you draw close to the Father. So, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until next time, let's have tea.